Let's get started. The mission of the rock or the revolution of the church is to provide leadership and spiritual guidance to a body of people dedicated to character, courage, and commitment through a connection with God. We seek to throw down fear, doubt, and shame that our people have experienced as African Americans and people of color in the eyes of oppression. We seek to uplift, encourage, and provide a basis to build self, family, community, our nation, and the world. Why? to create an unprecedented opportunity for people to connect with, grow with, and experience God on a personal communal nation and eventually global level. We seek to break down the old barriers, caste systems, and financial divisions that have created falses of superiority. We seek to spread the message of God as it was when God gave it to our ancestors. Great news! We believe that this will liberate all those still in the bondage of the mind and spiritual chains. Welcome. We would like to welcome you to the Rock Church. The Rock Church stands against the revolution of church, but we pray that God resurrect, change, and evolve your mind to a higher place to seek your presence. We accept all those open to worship and pray with us and serve God. We are a Bible-based belief circle. But we know that the Bible is one of the basics. We encourage each of you to create a relationship with God, therefore experience God on a personal, unique level in your life. You are welcome to our family. Ashe, Ozin Desa. Ashe. Ashe. History of Rock. The Rock Church was founded in 2019 on the principles and scriptural reverence of Jesus speaking to the disciples Peter. His name also translates to mean rock. Jesus entered into Sir Philippi. Teaching about the identity of God in the triad of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but specifically on his part of Son, his deed, that one time the Bargain has been given a holy revelation of who to support, and that is the Son of the Living God. We, as children of God, use this as a basis to build relationship and religion or our practices of faith over our lifetime. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, he's declared boldly that upon this rock, when the word of God in him, while I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. In verse 19, Jesus goes on to declare, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt find on earth shall be found in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This gives us the power to go out and operate in strength and confidence that God is both our shield and sword. Ashe! Ashe! John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his life and only son that whoever lives in him should not perish but have an everlasting life. My guess of Philippians 1, 29, verse 29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit others, those who, lis those who listen. Verse 30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Verse 31 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. 
Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Our story begins two chapters before our focus reading of Samuel in chapter 14. Who was Samuel, you may ask? Well, Samuel was a prophet of God after the heart of God and after the ways of Eli, but without the mistakes of Eli. Samuel had been raised as a child to take over the spot of Eli because of Eli's disobedience to God. This was a very confusing time in the history of Israel, as it is for America today. A lot of out-of-pocket things were going on with or without the permission of God and outside of the will of God. The people didn't even have the privilege of reading the Bible. You have to remember that as a native African, the traditional means of passing down information was an oral history. Y'all don't know when to shout. But then at some point in Egypt, hieroglyphics were established as a pictorial way to document the happenings in ancient traditional life. My God. Some of us take for granted that we have a canonical Bible with access to both the Old Testament and the New Testament. Just like we take for granted that we don't have to sacrifice a cow or other animals to rectify or pay for our sins that we commit daily. I think it's only right to know that if we had to make sacrifices like our ancestors, some of us might be carrying on days of sacrifice just from what we did at the club last night. Have I got a witness? The fact that the blood of Jesus covers our multitude of sins is a modern miracle. Because God's ultimate sacrifice of Jesus helps me understand how unprepared I am to live like those ancestors in the very story that we read today. Now, uh, we've gotten comfortable with technological advances and the luxuries of life, and yet still we live in the darkness of ignorance. Some of us are still confused and discombobulated by the departure of kings and queens from Africa who were stolen and brought thousands of miles in the Middle Passage. And now we sit in America comfortably while the world crumbles around us. I dare to say even more that our laziness has been crafted in a way by our media and social media that we have become numb to the suffering of others. We have become empaths or unempathetic to the plights of those just around the corner or in another town, USA, or even those in unidentified parts of Africa. We have been become complacent in the fact that we let others tell us where our attention and focus should be in our lives. I stop by briefly just to introduce a word that will bring light and clarity and edification to the people of God, that God is speaking to us. Like Fred Hammond would say, in a today's generation voice, God is directing us to return to the viewing of God, God's word as they did back in Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, 
as precious because it seems that in some ways we are lost and there's not a lot of preachers or ministers who have their ear listening to God or not worried about the edifice or building in which they preach. I'm talking to myself here. There was a time when I was being raised up and as an adult where I could clearly hear the voice of God and we walked together daily as Samuel did. And there were no distractions or apps to keep me scrolling for hours. I was literally able to read the word of God uninterrupted by scandal or poison of teeth. I submitted myself to the will of God and didn't turn to the left side or to the right side or to my own understanding, but in all ways, not just some, but in all my ways, I acknowledged God and God directed my path. Let us pray. God, maker of heaven and earth, we bow these ashes in time to you, resubmitting those gifts that you've given us for this brief period of time called life. We give you glory, honor, and praise for waking us up this morning, giving us life, and putting a brand new purpose, promise, and plan in our life. We thank you for traveling mercies and grace, but most of all, we thank you for a message in the midst of our mess. We declare that everything that you have for us, that we will receive and more. God, enlarge our territories and give us the wisdom and prudence to maintain and exist. God, cover our children from the top of their head to the sole of their feet and let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them. We cancel every weapon that has been formed against them and we declare that none of them shall prosper. We stand on the promises that you've given our forefathers and foremothers before we were born about our lives. Give us the patience to understand that everything that you're doing is for our good, and so that you will get the ultimate glory, honor, and praise. We declare that sickness, disease, and all manner of ailment healed right now under the authority of Christ that you've given us as children of God. We pray for a fresh anointing and that this scripture be daily bread and nourishment for our souls. In God's name we pray, I shame. Well, then it is so. I shame. Well, then it is so. I shame. Well, then it is so. Our scripture today comes from 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. That's 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 14 through 23. When you have to say, I shake. I shake. Please stand for the reverence and the reading of the word of God. Thank you. And the scripture reads thus. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. 
And Saul's servant said to him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on a harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto his servants, Provide me now a man that can play well, and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants, and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning and plain, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse, and said, Send me thy son David, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread, and a bottle of wine, and a kid or a goat, and sent them by David his son unto Saul. And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. And Saul said to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took a harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. The word of God for the people of God, everybody say praise be to God. I want to use just for this particular moment in time, this time step message, the circle of salts. The circle of salts. The circle of salts. Sometimes in the busyness of life or in the hustle and bustle of our days, we get caught up in the happenings of the office. And we forget to give God God's time and old due praise. So God puts things in place in the way of obstacles and situations that force us to do what we should have been doing in the first place. And that is worshiping and praising God. I will preach to myself if I have to, but the story of Saul reminds me of when I have things too good or I'm promoted to a high place in rank and value and begin to turn my eyes from God. The Bible says that the evil spirit came to King Saul was from God. And upon initial reading, I was confused like some of you are right now. 
Like, how can God be over the evil spirits and be a good spirit as well? And that's like asking, how can God create and use dark people or evil people to bring about change? God in Genesis used both the light and the darkness to complete a day. God uses our ratchetness and our goodness to serve God's purpose. I've got a witness in here that knows that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And particularly, if you think that you're one of the just, I've come to tell you that you're one of the unjust. Those that the Bible warns us of being wolves in sheep's clothes. And sometimes it's not on purpose that we are self-righteous, but we are told inherently that if we sit on a, a particular pew or attain a certain degree or authorization by man, that we have become righteousness, Holy Ghost-filled, and God's ecclesiastical people. Some of us are missing vital areas of being non-judgmental or understanding that we all fall short of the glory of God or gain the ability to forgive or simply operating in the same spirit of mercy and grace that we ourselves receive daily. We lack the sauce of God. Well, what is the sauce, Mr. Joseph? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Not only is the sauce the anointing or spirit of God that is spirit with a capital S, but sauce is an acronym. And my children and my students know how much I love my acronym, so I'm proud to introduce to some and present to others that sauce stands for strangers anonymously using Christ for everything. Once again, SAW stands for strangers anonymously using Christ for everything. One last time for good measure. Strangers anonymously using Christ for everything. Here in the book of Samuel, the prophet Eli and King Saul lose their sauce because of unrighteousness, or should I say self-righteous acts of indulgence and not following God's direction. The fate of a whole generation and nations of people are hanging in the balance of our everyday situations and decisions. And some of us are still trying to operate like Joe Blow off the street. I'm preaching to myself right now. Can I tell you that right now, there are some undiscovered, gifted folk that God is raising in the fields of the country or in unknown parts of the world to become vessels of light to be used in the dark time that we live in today. But we have to be obedient to the Spirit of God and humble ourselves to the process that God has put in us. Matter of fact, the place that God has us positioned in for greatness 
The Bible says that David tended to the sheep and somebody notices that he is good with the heart and well-educated and the man of war and prudence and among other things has the heart of God. Now David didn't say these things about himself. These people said these things about him. And God created a need for David. Just like God created a need for Joel, a need for Joseph and Daniel and the others that we've studied in the Bible. Furthermore, because of Saul's disobedience, David was called upon to take up the mantle of God, just like Samuel did with Eli. And note here, parenthetically, that this wasn't a comfortable position. The position that God places us in is purposefully painful and uncomfortable and evokes emotions of despair so that we don't become complacent in the fact of who placed us there in the first place. I sign it right now in this church. But God is raising up some folks that are like me and have become comfortable with being uncomfortable. This simply means that we've been operating in a place of discomfort so long that we've made it our norm to function at high levels in places that would overwhelm others. Have you ever wondered why you get the toughest battles or the seemingly most difficult situations available while others seem to be in a life of comfort and ease? This is because the mission that God is preparing you for is so challenging, is so skill-oriented that we must be prepared for that situation in circumstances where only the purest intentions and integrity will do. I thought that my life was cursed at one point, but then I realized that through my relationship with God and my identity with Christ, that I was signing up to go against the grain or the status quo and engage in the battle to keep earth and God's people headed in the right direction. Somebody say that it's right, but it's time. We have the problem and privilege to live in a time where the word of God is precious. There is a shortage of people willing to say the necessary things to guide God's people. And to be honest, this calling ain't for the faint or weak of heart. Even Jesus said something that still resonates with me today. Jesus says in Luke 22, 42, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Even the God-man realizes that this is a heavy burden and embraces his humanity for a moment to show that, yeah, I know it's tough. Yeah, I know it's lonely. However, if you just follow me and get to a point where daily you sacrifice yourself and say this, nevertheless, 
not my will, but let thine be done. Mm. Then I promise that you'll be exonerated and saved and be able to operate in my power. Samuel dictates the journey of David going from beloved by Saul to being hated by Saul to fleeing for his life from Saul to being finally chosen from the th for the throne. God is raising up some warriors right now in some outstanding situations to serve God really. God is not asking you to be clean or have a title because clearly title means nothing and God is not a respecter of persons. But we have to be willing. Side note. I've been watching two seasons of a show on Netflix called The Circle, where the contestants are put in isolated apartments and not uh, and only allowed to communicate via a sound-activated device that hides their character and motives, and they can only read responses and are shown pictures of those that they're supposed to interact with, competing for $100,000. In the end, the winner is the one that is rated most high by their peers. And as I read the text for this message, I became overjoyed at the fact that our relationship with God is not like this show. Matter of fact, I'm glad that we have the New Testament God and not the Old Testament God. Those of us who are younger children understand that we have a new parent and are grateful that we don't have our old parent that our brothers and sisters talked about. That we serve a God that now operates on grace and mercy rather than what we deserve. I don't know about you, but there is no way that I can make it without the will of God. Because I've always been a social castaway, but God has used me to be a vessel of this message or the circle of songs. I'm glad that I serve a God that has invited me into an inner place where I can serve with strangers bound by the same purpose and anonymously using Christ for everything. And I mean everything. Specifically, the fact that Jesus is the reason that I still sin but I don't sin the same. Somebody go catch that when you get home. And the reason that I can realize that my soul needs an anchor. This is the place where you need to be shouting right now. If you understand that you should have been dead or in jail or in a, a, a very different place than what you woke up in or slept last night. That God woke you up and you came to Bethlehem or in the Hebrew tongue, the house of bread, like those who were searching for David. And now God has provided us an opportunity to engage with God's word and develop the understanding that as we go out into the world, that we must be revolutionary of the true salt of the earth.
for others can understand that we only exist to tell the world about a God able to rescue them from spiritual or physical oppression and incarceration and even paralysis. That the gospel of good news is that a liberator has come to set you free. That you are no longer bound by debt or death or sickness or decree, but that God has created a space for you to thrive in, and that is your purpose. The Bible says that our gifts open up and make room for us in the places of great people. But we have to submit to the will of God and move out of our own way. The commitment to God comes with a requirement to be willing to be married to God and forsake all others. The commitment to God comes with a requirement to be willing to be married to God and to forsake all others and take up the cross and follow God. If you're out there and you're wondering, I don't want you to go anywhere else not knowing the gospel of Jesus. And that is that forgiveness is available, healing is available, abundant life is available, and you have access to it through a relationship with Jesus. How does one build a relationship with Jesus or God? The answer is simple. We have to communicate, read, pray, and seek to understand God's purpose for us on this earth. As mentioned earlier, the Bible is only a basis. It's levels to this. And all of us fall short daily. But consistently seeking the face of God and not the hand of God is how we get there. Whatever someone did to you or said to you before this doesn't matter. The prognosis or prescription that they gave you before now is invalid because Jesus, the healer, the way maker, I am that I am, has stepped in and declared that you are God's child and therefore entitled to the benefits that God has designed for your life. If you're out there lost or wondering what this relationship or revolution is, I want to pray with you. Even if you've experienced church hurt or being blackballed, I want to pray with you. Or even if you say, Joel, I've been in church all of my life or I don't believe in God. Or whatever your situation is, I want to pray with you. And if you're led to do so, I want you to pray this prayer with you. Say, God, I want to ask you to come into my heart right now. Come into my heart right now. God change me. God change me. Mold me. Mold me. Transform me. Transform me. And most of all, and most of all, I'm asking for forgiveness. 
I'm asking for forgiveness. And a new life. And a new life. God help me to stay. God help me to stay. Rooted and grounded. Rooted and grounded. In your word. In your word. And those things that you have for me. And those things that you have for me. God, I believe. God, I believe. That Jesus bled. That Jesus bled. Died. Died. And rose for my sins. And rose for my sins. I believe that you. I believe that you. Have now given me. Have now given me. The power. The power. To live. To live. More abundantly. More abundantly. I pray that you. I pray that you. Develop me. Develop me. And help me to unite. And help me to unite. With those bound. With those bound. By the same purpose. By the same purpose. God help me to overcome. God help me to overcome. Temptation. Temptation. And be liberated. And be liberated. By truth. By truth. In God's name I pray. In God's name I pray. I share. I share. With that faith and prayer. Today you've been redeemed and made whole in the eyes of God. Rejoice. Let's end this with corporate prayer. Everybody under the sound of my voice right now, I want you to touch and agree with someone or even just raise your hands if you're by yourself. Please close your eyes and bow your heads to focus and show reverence to God. God, we don't declare that we have all the answers. And there are still so many out there searching, wondering, and hurting, and still being murdered. But we can stand firm on the fact that your word has not come back void in 2021 years. So it won't start now. We pray for the families dealing with the murders of loved ones by the hands of vaccines, police, or the government. We thank you for the comfort of the Holy Ghost and the love of our brothers and sisters on social networks and offline. We look forward to the dawn of a new day and the new life that you've provided us through faith. We declare peace in our homes, our minds, our spirits, and in our country. God, we no longer fear death, for in accepting you as our Savior, we have shared the unknown fear of death and rose with all power. We have gathered in this place to commit to change through realignment, recommitment, and reassertion of ourselves back into the lives of our family members and communities. We lose financial knowledge. We lose wealth and responsibility to reinvest. We bind ignorance, racism, death, and violence from police or our own brothers and sisters. We release healing of hurt families, lost fathers and mothers in this COVID-19 virus. We bind this pandemic in the chaos call. Through you, God, our source of strength and redeeming. In God's name we pray, I shame it is so. I shame it is so. And I shame it is so. And I shame it is so. Connect with us and join us for more inspiration. If you need prayer, join us. 
We work with counselors and other resources to help you get to get through. I love you and I speak health, life, and greatness into your future. Have a phenomenal day, family, and be great.